Welcome back to Time for Nach. We're still learning together Sefer Tehillim. And we are Perak Pei Aleph, in other words, 81. You'll recognize this from Thursday, Shil Shel Yom. Every day, of course, after Davne, we have, we have our Shil Shel Yom, the song of the day. Uh, the Ramban writes that actually referencing the days in, uh, in terms of however many of the Shabbos, and therefore referencing Shabbos, is part of the mitzvah of remembering Shabbos. Zacharasi on the Shabbos, the Kod Show. Part of the mitzvah is referencing Shabbos in the build-up as well. Um, so here we have Thursday, Shir Shayom. We talk about Yitzias Mitzrayim. We talk about the fact that slavery ended in Mitzrayim. Uh, interestingly enough, here it seems to say that the slavery ended on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, have a look at the Radak. We'll talk about that later, because obviously we know that the slavery ended on Pesach. That's when we, na- we left Egypt. So we'll pause that for a second. And Rosh Hashanah is the day, of course, that Hashem judges the world. He can provide miraculous salvation. Yosef was freed from prison, Rosh Hashanah. Rashi quotes Gemara Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Hashem expected Kalan Yisrael to obey his mitzvahs after he saved them from suffering. But still, we didn't listen to his warning not to serve idols. Now, it doesn't say exactly what period this was, but through the Shoftim, this was certainly so. Um, and, and we find this in history. Uh, through the Malachim, it also happened. The reason why Klal Yisrael are unsuccessful in battle is if we don't follow in Hashem's ways. And that is a theme, again, we've seen quite often in Shoftim, um, that uh, if we are loyal to Hashem, then we'll survive in battle. Uh, now, here's the thing. Why is it, let's rephrase our question, or, or let's go back to our question before. How come over here it says that our slavery ended in Rosh Hashanah? Right. Surely slavery ended, not a Rosh Hashanah, but you'd see a Smitzrayim. Here's a beautiful Natsif for you. It's the beginning of Parshas Vaira. The Natsif says that he asks, why do we have four expressions of Gula? Why four expressions? They're just promising the same thing. We should count them as one and not four. We have four cups of wine corresponding, says Rashi, the Rashbam, in Psachim, to the four Lashonas, four expressions of redemption. But it's only four assurances of one event. We're leaving Egypt. Sesnitsev, no, there were four distinct stages. Each, each promise of redemption was a distinct stage in the unraveling of slavery. Says the first one, Bodsesi, is talking about the end to the extra back-breaking degree of slavery. Bhitsalti is then, then stopping all slavery. The Goalti is taking them out of Egypt. The Lakahti is giving them the Torah. Those are the four things. And therefore, one of them certainly could have happened, or one happened, according to this, on Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah. Um, in fact, by the way, then it's the first one. Then it goes on to say that's why there was this miracle that we forget about this. How can a nation, 200 years in slavery, suddenly in 50 days be ready to receive the Torah? I mean, how can they just, in human dimensions, how can they be mindset and, and, and spiritually, and how can they be ready for that? It says in Tziv, it wasn't just 50 days, it was a process of a year plus with these four different stages, each one taking place that incrementally we could grow, we could build, we could build up to Matan Torah. That's Perek, Pei Aleph of Sefer Tehillim.